0: Hello and welcome to our brand new podcast. It's new, brand new, brand spanking. New. I don't know if you're allowed to say spanking anymore; it might be banned. But it's a brand new podcast from us
1: to you. My name's Damon. My name's John Joe. And together we are. Go on, John Joe. Well, Damon likes to call us Damon and John Joe, but I like to call us by the title of the podcast, which is Tall, Short, and Handsome. Yeah, I just think it's very. Uh...
0: A bit of arrogance there, but we are. We are tall, short and handsome. I'm the tall one. I'm the short one. And we're both very, very handsome. That's why I don't like it. Anyway, this is the podcast where we are going to share with you some brainwaves that you see in those awful magazines. Where people write into the magazines with a great idea, a concept that they think they've thought of and they think it's the best thing since sliced bread, when actually, it's just laughable.
1: But that's the thing, they genuinely believe that this is revolutionary and it will change the world and everyone's going to be like, wow, Jill from Cardiff has bloody come up with it.
0: Yeah, oh, I'll have to bleep that
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely no swearing on this. <laughs>
0: absolutely no swearing on this. You can play this podcast in front of your kids, in front of your grandparents, because this is as... As clean as our sponsors, Fairy Liquid. They're not our sponsors, but it's, the it's worth a go. It came to my head. Yeah, absolutely. There's so, John, Joe, you can kickstart us off.
1: Right. So I mean, the, the I really we're allowed. We, we should be having two, one one brainwave each. Yes, shouldn't be. Yeah. That's the premise of the podcast. That's the premise of the podcast. But I've been very greedy, and I've come up with two. Well, I haven't come up with it. I've found two that really, really tickled my fancy to get the get the podcast started. Now, again When I was
0: growing up when I was growing up, I was uh, <laughs> part of an online forum. Here we go. And uh, my friend on this online forum was called Tickle My Fancy. That was her username. That was her <laughs> I believe they called it an IGN, an in game name. <laughs> but uh Oh <laughs> I, I <was, laughs> <laughs> over to you John Joe I've mentioned tick on my fancy right. yeah, let's, i us hear listening. what Gene from Nottingham
1: has to say well, well actually and that's a that's a, I'd, I'd like to also add that that's a funny thing that I like I I find very funny that the people that are writing these brainwaves and send them in to take a break they they're from places that no one's ever been and I don't mean that as you know oh, he's from Timbuktu, I mean they're usually all from the UK and they're always from like Chalton Con Hardy or like Stockton on Tees or someone <laughs> like that. No one's ever been there and you just think these people exist. So, and there's always a title as well which is great fun. This one's called Checkmate and it is from Patsy Kirk in Chattersdon in Derbyshire. Oh, right, okay.
0: I, I, have you ever been to Chattersdon in Gap
1: Gear? Right, so... I work in logistics. Oh, here we go. Small man syndrome. Well, it's, it's... I've got a fancy important job. It's good for context. And I know a lot of places both around the world and in the UK because of deliveries and such like... I've never heard of Chatterston, and I haven't heard of every town in the UK, but I'd like to think that I've heard of the majority of the main towns. So this is my point. We've lost a couple of listeners here, john Jake. A couple of listeners, I'm sure we have. <laughs> well, Patsy Kirk from Chatterston is hoping to grab your attention with this. It's titled Checkmate. And it's got a picture, and I'll show this to Damon, a picture of a shirt, a checked shirt, mm. hanging up, it's weird. the
0: sort of thing that you would find in a, in a charity shop. Or if an old relative has died... Uh, You'd put in the charity shop. You would, yeah, you would put that straight in a charity shop bag. No one's going to wear that. No one's going to wear that unless no. you're an elderly gentleman above the age of
1: 94. Or you're a child looking for a weird Freddy Krueger Halloween outfit. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, you could mm-hmm. use it from the charity shop for £2.50. So, it's got a picture of, of the said shirts hanging up and it's got a picture of a teddy bear next to the shirt with matching bottoms, so matching trousers. And it's titled Checkmate, and Patsy Kirk from Chatterjee Derbyshire says, "'My husband had a long sleeve check shirt, pictured, that he never wore. I suggested he might like it better if it was short sleeves.' So I cut them off, leaving enough to make a hem. Rather than wasting the leftover material, I turned it into a pair of very dapper trousers for my grandson's teddy bear. Now, my hubby likes his new shirt and hopefully my grandson will enjoy his teddy's new clothes.
0: Now that's interesting because when you said to me that it's from someone called Patsy, to me that sounds like a... Oh, the, the, the two Patsies that came into my head were the one off Holby City and the one off EastEnders and they're both sort of middle-aged,
1: right. aren't they? So not yep. Patsy it. Yeah, that one. And not Patsy off of Absolutely Fabulous.
0: No. Patsy Kenzie right. is the one from Holby City, isn't she? Oh, full disclosure, never watched Holby City in my life. Nor have I, but I <laughs> still read Take a Break, which is the whole premise of the podcast.
1: Maybe we should ask them to be our sponsors, but we are taking
0: we the should. piss out of them, so and Patsy Palmer, uh, is the other one. Exactly. Now so. they're both sort of middle aged um women. And I I I suppose I maybe I thought Patsy would be younger. Than I had anticipated, but she does have grandchildren, so she's made. So let me get this straight. Her husband doesn't want to wear a long sleeve check shirt. He hates anymore. the shirt. Oh, he hates the shirt. Oh, well, he's going to hate it even more now. He <laughs> sees that he's cut the sleeves off.
1: <laughs> well, about, well, apparently she says here now. My hubby likes his new shirt. Right. It's not a new shirt. No.
0: Why did he buy it in the first place? If he doesn't like, if he didn't like the shirt in the first place with the long sleeves. Why did he he purchase the shirt? Maybe the grandson bought it for Christmas. Maybe the grandson bought it for Christmas. And then I I suppose that would be a nice little gesture for grandson's grandmother, Patsy, to say, hey, Grandpa loved the shirt you got him, so much so that he wanted your teddy bear to dress up in the same clothes.
1: Well, I think... Hang on a second, before you give us what you
0: think, (laughs) that picture, that teddy bear in that picture, that is not... A modern-day teddy. There's no way that that... That isn't a grandson's teddy. That's the teddy of Patsy's.
1: So it's a white teddy. It's it's about as basic as a teddy gets.
0: It is. It's the sort of teddy that belongs in a museum from the Second World War. That's what it is.
1: What it, no, because then the listeners are going to be thinking about those like stiff brown bears that are like all worn away. And... Which is exactly what it is, but it's got white fur. It, and it's in perfect condition. OK, I, I, I still don't
0: believe that that's the grandson's teddy. I think Patsy's just found a way to win the big bonanza <laughs> of £25. Is it £25
1: pound prize? <laughs> I believe so. Is it's is it really? £25
0: pound for the best letter published Christ. in Take A Break magazine. And, and I think we just need to put a disclaimer in here. It's not just Take a Break magazines that we scour through. It's Chat, Bella, Best, Woman, Woman's Own, and Take a Break. TV Time. Pick Me Up, yeah. All these trashy magazines, which we have grown to love. Absolutely. Which have got these just brilliant ideas. Well, thank you for that. Why? I don't understand why you would write to a magazine to say... Here's a great idea I found. I cut off my husband's sleeves off of his shirt. Why don't you try it, it too? <laughs> oh,
1: yeah.
0: I like dressed
1: up my grandson's teddy bear in it. So now the, the, the husband has got half the shirt he did have. Yeah. And now the grandson has got trousers for his teddy. It's probably not his that he didn't ask for. And can I also mention that the teddy is actually at Patsy's house? So it's not even at the grandson's house? No. Well, we'll leave that one hanging. I think. Okay. Okay. And um, are we gonna invite people to comment? Yeah, by all means, because if we you... do have a an email that you can get in touch with with that professional.
0: Please do. We've Please really do tried so. hard. Go on, John. Do you give the email address? Because I don't know it.
1: Well, I I do
0: know it, but is yeah. he searches on his to, phone? Yeah, for as
1: it. I search on my phone because I set it up. So the email address, Ooh, big man. I, well, it's called Tall, Short, and Handsome, but you're the big man here. <laughs> <laughs> the email you can get in contact with, and it, you can send in your own brainwaves as well. If you, if you happen to have one and you don't have the guts to send it into Take a Break magazine, or other other magazines are available, you can send it into Tall, Short, and Handsome at hotmail.com. That's Tall, Short, and Handsome at hotmail.com. Wonderful. Thank you, John
0: Joe, for sharing the email address. Would you like to hear my brainwave that I found? I've
1: been itching to hear it all day.
0: Okay. Well, this was from an issue of Take A Break magazine from September 2022. Uh, I like to date when I find them, uh, just because I'm that particular. And uh, the irony in this Take A Break is where the sender lives in the first place. So the sender's name, her name is Trisha Forsyth, of no relation to our Brucie, uh, rest his soul. So her name is Trisha Forsyth, and she's from a town called Flint. Which is ironic. Flint. Yeah, Flint. Which is ironic, because Flint is a type of rock, which is exactly what her brainwave is about. Incredible. Now, I, I want to know if Trisha, and if, if Trisha is listening, which I sincerely hope she is, but I very much doubt it, I would like to know if, if Trisha has come up with this brainwave as a result of living in her hometown of Flint. The brainwave is titled Varnishing Act. So a great little play on words there. What a great pun. And I, I don't know if Trisha came up with this or Take a Break magazine the, herself.
1: The titles tend to be the most impressive part of mm. the of, the, of the entire brainwave.
0: Absolutely. And, w- and we found that through experience. So Trisha says for years we've dedicated it actually doesn't say dedicated. Take a Break have got a typo in there. So I will be uh, getting in touch with Harst magazines. Um, <laughs> for years <laughs> What? What, what is the typo? What have they misspelled? They've actually written. How for many? years, we've dedicated, oh. but it should say dedicated because in contacts it's it's
1: dedicated. Well, you're used to typos, we, aren't you? So I'm, you can absolutely, spotting I'm spotting them, not creating them.
0: For those who don't know, I am a teacher. Um, for years, we've de- I'm talking yeah. for years, we've dedicated a corner of our garden <laughs> to our lost pets. Now that's
1: that is. That's sad. How many it's, lost uh, pets can you have to have, have an entire corner of the uh, garden well, dedicated?
0: According to the picture, there were two, two right. lost pets. Now, I, I, I also think here that they are not metaphorically lost. I, I think they're dead. I think they're dead.
1: I uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't think that they were just roaming the streets and they didn't come back. So no. they put a pebble on the, on the,
0: oh. Corner. Oh, you're on the right lines here as to what Trisha (laughs) from Flint is coming up with. I haven't seen
1: this brainwave yet. No, we don't
0: share these with each other. Trisha continues and says, Although there was a water feature and a bird statue, we had no nameplates to remember them. So, and this is the brainwave, this is where the brainwave comes in here, John-Joe. Hold your excitement together. I decided to use up some old nail varnish and paint their names on large pebbles. Now, it's a fitting tribute to our much-loved pet pals. Now, before we continue to mock this, Trisha and Flint, I'm sorry to hear that your pets have died. Secondly, I don't know if you know this, but it's actually illegal to take pebbles from the beach.
1: I was going to say this. Mm. I've heard this quite mm-hmm. a lot. So, mm. again, for those who don't know, me, Damon and I live next to the coast, and I have done for my entire life, and it was only in the last... 18 months to two years, that I found out that it is illegal to remove pebbles from the beach. Because, I, I presume it's because it's a sea defence.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, it's a sea defence. It's also not your property either. So, Trisha Forsyth, I'm sorry to hear about your pets, but you really should <laughs> replace these pebbles that you've taken from the beach. But let's, let's just look into the brainwaves part of this. Trisha in has decided to write into a magazine to say here's an idea if your pet dies write their name on a stone
1: <laughs> in <laughs>
0: shitty old nail varnish in
1: nail varnish <laughs> not not your brand spanking new a nail varnish from hobbycraft well
0: yeah yeah or or even nail varnish from boots <laughs> when they get those all three for two star deals at christmas yeah. She's using up old nail varnish that's how much those pets mean to her she's lost them she's lost them which I think is code word for dead. <laughs> and she's used her old nail varnish to put on stones.
1: It's again, and and I don't want to repeat myself on every single brainwave, but it's the fact that they've they've done that. They've they've had the thought. They've gone to the beach or the park or wherever they've got the stones from, taken them away, drawn on them, put them on the ground, stood back and thought, you know what? people are going to want to hear about this. People are going to want to hear about this. People are absolutely going to lose their minds. More people need to do this. That's what Trish is saying to herself. More people need to... Why didn't I know about this before? I want to know as well. I lost the
0: second cat. How did she get in touch? Because I want to know, was this an email that she sent for free, obviously having to pay for her broadband connection, Or has she paid for a postage stamp to send this in? I I just I think that will I think knowing that will make all the difference to I don't think it will make any difference at all, but to pay for a stamp to send this brainwave in.
1: Trisha sounds like the type of person that will write on the local Facebook page, Mm. like you know when you get like the local village Facebook page, yeah, and like there's a stop mowing your lawn. It's
0: ten a.m. on a Sunday morning. I mean that is quite. Oh, John-Joe, it's 10am on a Sunday morning. Well, you, yeah, but you've got children, you'll be up. Yeah, well,
1: yeah. Go on, John-Joe,
0: hit us with your next brainwave.
1: Oh, you caught me off guard, I'm going to have to find Sorry. it. Sorry. I,
0: I, I just, whilst you're finding it, the fact that she's from Flint, what What a great location.
1: Oh, you're a little bit more obsessed than the location than I am. Flint, my dad's from, or lives in a place called Flintshire. Wow. Does he go writing into local magazines and newspapers not, or not that national? I know of. No. And I, I don't, I don't want to know if he is because obviously then I'll have a all good Christmas dinner next year. But he needs to be more like Trish. He does. So we talking got, of which? How's your brother? He's good.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's uh, starting a new job back oh, in the wonderful. UK. Uh, John Joe's brother's got a secret
1: job that no one's allowed to know. About. <laughs> I mean, well. I I sort of know exactly what he does, but... But you're not allowed to
0: say on podcasts. No, of course not.
1: I'm not allowed to air it. Go on, what's the second brainwave? Right, so the second brainwave is from Pamela Holden. And Pamela Holden is from St Helens in Merseyside. She sounds like someone off of Holby City. Why are you so obsessed with Holby City? You've never seen it. Do you watch any soaps? No, absolutely not. Are you sure? Although I'm
0: very pleased to hear that Neighbours is being revived. By Amazon? By Amazon, freebie.
1: Jeff Bezos. He's breaking it without that sort of nonsense. Hit us with a guest. So. (laughs) Not a guest. I'm a part of... I'm... Co-founder. 50% 50 of this podcast. Co-founder, yeah. I'm not going to be your guest every week. Right, so. Pamela Holden sends in a brainwave titled Mucky Pups. Ooh. And... I'll just I'll just dive in with this one. Mucky pups makes me
0: think of my nan. Why? Not because of her muckiness, but because that's the sort of thing she would used to say to me when I was eating like a monkey
1: tea. Right, I'm gonna put the brainwave down a minute. What the hell is a monkey tea? A monkey tea. I knew that was gonna be your question. It's like i fed da- right, you this. Da- Damon. Arm. Damon does this. He he drops these little little. Nuggets. And it, yeah, little nuggets, yeah. idiosyncrasies mm. of yours mm. Mm. that you just drop into conversation. Expect well, fully knowing that I'm going to stop what I'm saying and say, "What the hell have you just said?" We I have to bleep we, that
0: out again. Sorry, this. Well, we,
1: <laughs> we experienced it with Julie Scoop and Wade, didn't we? We did. When Julie we were first and discussing, and Wade, yes. we were first discussing the podcast, and we we were discussing topics and. Without going into too much detail, Damon came up with, in conversation, he mentioned a shop in his local town called Julie's Scoop and Way. And he mentioned this this shop as if it was Tesco's or Marks and Spencer's or Home Bargains, the places that everybody goes. Ooh. I haven't heard Marks and Spencer's and Home Bargains. <laughs> in the same sort yeah. of category as... It's just a popular shop, which is, which is my point.
0: It's Julie's Scoop and Way. Let, let me give the listeners a little idea of what Julie's Scoop and Way is like. Scoop and Way is a shop run by someone called Julie, and she decided to rebrand it as Julie's Scoop and Way. You go in with your Tupperware, and you fill up your Tupperware with oats. It's, it's, it's very 2020 before no, the it's pandemic not. That's happened. That's
1: the thing. It's not 2020. It's 1920. That's what
0: it is. Oh, I'm sorry, John Joe. How old are you again? Not 123. You had to work that very quickly, didn't
1: you? Says the teacher. But right. Julie's scoop and Whey is full of different it's not just oats. No, no, no. It's like going to the local market and Judging. filling up your I'm I'm Let me ask you a question. Right. Have you ever been
0: to Julie Scoop I've Away? I've never been. I've, no. Got no it's <laughs> I've got no reason. Here sits a man.
1: I've got no reason to go. To slate Julie Scoop Away, and yet he's never been. Of course I've never been, because there's a Tesco at the bottom of my road. Not Tesco Why are I- corporate thugs. I've got, yeah, look, I stand by supporting the local business. I really do. But the story was you drove from your old house, which is a good. I'm, I'm going to say it's a good half an hour yeah, drive be correct. to, yeah. to your, your town that you live in now. Yeah. Specifically to go to Julie's Scoop and Way. You drove past. Struggle with l- that word, didn't you? I, I'm struggling with this whole subject. Okay. You drove past numerous supermarkets mm-hmm. and local shops. Oh, yeah. To get to Julie's Scoop and Way. To this support
0: Julie's business. Right.
1: Look, we'll come back to Julie's Scoop and Way. Talking of uh, Tesco, we keep... we'd like
0: to thank our sponsors Tesco for <laughs> helping t- us with our podcast today. Any
1: holes a goal. Right. I have to believe that out. No, well, no, that's not eh? It's just any holes a goal. So not... your
0: question, what is a monkey what tea? What is a monkey
1: tea? A monkey
0: tea. Please. You know when you go to the local zoo and yeah. you see monkeys and they're eating their food, yeah. You get that the monkeys so are got i just say not
1: everybody has a local zoo. We're very lucky to have our sponsors, Drusillas. Right, okay, And
0: (laughs) apologies to our listeners who are less fortunate than we are with the local zoos. Monkeys have got slices of apple, a bit of carrot, some grapes, if they're lucky. Something very exotic, because it's a kiwi. Um, (laughs) Maybe some bananas. That's a monkey tea, John-Joe. It's a monkey tea that hasn't been cooked. So my nan would give me a monkey tea... Not because she's lazy, because if anything, it takes a lot of prep
1: to get things out yes. of the cupboard and, and put the grapes on the plate. Is it always grapes and fresh fruit, mm. or is it, could it anything that's not cooked? Anything. Like Pringles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can have Pringles. <laughs> we can have Pringles on the monkey
0: tea. It doesn't have to be specifically Lots a monkey's diet. It doesn't have to be something right. in a monkey's diet. It's just Un-cooked. cold food. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you expected me to know what that was when you said it in that sentence.
0: Yeah, and I remember one day when I was very young, eating an orange, uh, and as you do, oranges are very messy, aren't they? And my nan looked at no, me and I remember why this. Why are they, why be, are they well, messy? Well, if you cut them into quarters and you eat them like quarters. <coughs> yeah, not eat them as segments. Right. It's messy. And my nan would say to me, Oh, Damon, you're such a mucky pup.
1: Which is what Pamela Holden has... Oh, <laughs> That'll be on the recording. What was that? Little frog in my throat. Little frog in your throat. Yeah, we got some okay. Schlur. Our sponsors for today. We did, we, we did get some Schlur. The so grown-up soft drink. It's It's an adult soft drink, not a grown-up soft drink. You're five, right? Mucky right. pups. So mucky pups, not monkey pups. Mucky. So pups. mucky pups. Pamela Holden from St Helen's, and Merseyside writes. When we got our dog, I tried so many different mats and stands. For her bowls to stop the mess getting on the floor. And then she died. So I put a stone in the garden <laughs> and wrote her name with yeah. nail no varnish. Yeah. <laughs> we lost her, unfortunately. So i got a massive brainwave. No. Stop the mess getting on the floor.
0: But none of them worked. So, so they've got some dogs?
1: They've or got, is it just one dog? It looks like they've got one dog. Okay. And it... it I presume it's their first dog. Right, and it
0: causes a mess when it eats. Must
1: be a big dog. Right, okay, okay. Carry on, as you were. So then I had a much better idea. Of course she did. (laughs) With an ellipsis, she says. I bought a deep baking tray and popped her bowls in that. Now any spillages goes into the tray, leaving my floors mess-free. And there's a picture as well of the deep
0: baking tray with two bowls within it.
1: So th- this is this is what's happened. She's she's looked at the dog. I presume it's a large dog. Taking a drink, and some of the water's gone on the floor, and she's thought, "Oh, blimey, I'll have to clear that up." Hazard, isn't Haz- it? Hazard. Ha- absolutely a hazard. Yeah. So instead of just <laughs> thinking, right, I'm going to pick up the bowl, <laughs> hang on, this wipe second. it <laughs> before <laughs> before you continue. <laughs> go, go on. <laughs>
0: She has put a deep baking tray on the floor. On
1: the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, instead oh, of picking the bowl up, <laughs> wiping the mess away and putting the bowl back down, that's probably a <coughs> a task that will happen two or three times a day. Yeah. Which is not excessive. No. I mean, you... you you wipe the sides down every day in the kitchen, don't you? So you just yeah. add that to the to the list of chores. So instead she's thought, how can I tackle this, this issue, <laughs> this hazard that's on, the kitchen for, on my kitchen floor? I wish I had her problems. <laughs> yeah. She's thought, Christ. So she's raced down to the local oh. supermarket and thought, I need, get me your deepest baking tray. <laughs> She's come oh. home and she's placed the bowls in the baking tray and problem solved. But the thing is, the problem I've got with it... You're she's, still going to have to clean the, clean the baking tray. Exactly. Yeah. She's going to have to take the bowls out, put them on the floor, which will probably leave a ring mark, and then pick it up, pour it down the sinker in the bin, and then put it back down. So, it, it, in fact, it's probably even more hassle and more cleaning up than mm. it was just leaving it on the floor and wiping it up straight away. What was her name again? Her name was... Marjorie. Pamela Holden. Pamela Holden from Olby City. Yeah. Yeah. No, from St. Helens and Merseyside. Right. Wow. She's just created a huge problem for herself that didn't need to be there. And oh, that dog's a dog. It's going to be a mucky pup, isn't it? That's it, you know, you've got to take that risk. If you're saying, right, let's get a dog, Pete... You, you know full well it's going to make a, a mess and it will be a mucky pup. A little bit of a You don't like allow it on the sofa.
0: Yeah.
1: Because it make a little bit of a mess. So a little bit of water and a biscuit on the floor, she's mm. lost her mind. Well, there we are. We've had three brainwaves. We've had three brainwaves the that
0: first we've scrutinised. We've laughed. We've cried. We thank you, our listeners, for being with us on this journey for our pilot episode. We've still got about
1: three and a half minutes left. We have, haven't we? Can we we? have? Would you Uh, like one more from me? No. Oh, okay. I want to add another feature. You know what it's going to be. Okay, the guest wants to add a feature. Okay. (laughs) I want to add a feature to my podcast, our (laughs) podcast. And you know what it's going to be. I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I would like to have... Damon's pet peeve of the
0: week. Oh, copyright! Sorry, Harry Hill. I th- I do believe John Joe's just taken that from your TV show. <laughs> right, I haven't so taken
1: we're... Damon's pet peeve of the week uh, from his TV show. So it's the uh, it's I the think melody, we'll be safe in in a, in a court of law. So you want you want something that annoys me? So D- Damon's pet peeve of the week is something that I thought would be quite a good feature to add because. Your pet peeves are a lot pet peevey than others' pet peeves. Right, okay. Now, I have got a pet peeve. And don't make it about the broadband that doesn't work, because that'll get sorted.
0: It's not the broadband that doesn't work.
1: Um, I've been trying to sort my broadband out today. Those that are listening closely, he did mention it at the, at the beginning of the of the podcast. Did I? I don't you recall. Did. I don't recall. And I didn't say anything because I didn't want it to overtake the whole podcast. But now that we've pretty much completed it, right? Okay, I was very unprofessional of me <laughs> to give a personal anecdote about my home life.
0: Um, my pet peeve <clears throat> is when you make a phone call to somebody and they're driving in the car on their hands free. Or they're walking through a quiet rural location like a village, cobbled street, and you can't hear what they're saying. Right. Because they're out of signal. Or they're driving through an area where they get no service. And I'm standing there, I'm trying to have a conversation with someone, and they just keep cutting out. It's not their fault. My pet peeve is why in this year, why in 2023, are we still dropping out of signal? In busy places,
1: mic drop. You you're really upset about this because again, it's a, it's a personal anecdote that you've already brought up with me again this evening. As I walked in, it was something you mentioned to me, so it really got to you. It has it?
0: got to me, John Joe. It has got to me because I just well, can't I, agree. Fathom
1: I agree. How I can have a
0: FaceTime, a blurry time with someone in Australia? not have to be it. But I, well, oh, usually is, isn't it?
1: Okay. You I probably wouldn't. use WhatsApp, don't you, and not
0: I use Apple WhatsApp FaceTime. and not Apple FaceTime. Exactly. Yeah. Um but I just can't fathom why when you make a phone call to someone, it sounds so blurry. I can't think of another word for it. Distorted. Distorted. Yeah. Yeah. But if I had a wi fi call with someone, if the Wi-Fi
1: works, <laughs> The Wi-Fi's getting brought up for the third time.
0: Well, if you have a Wi-Fi call with someone, it tends to be crystal clear, like you're in the same room as them.
1: Who would you bring this up with? I bring if this you up. If you were to your local MP or is is that the highest you'd go or you would go higher? Can you go higher?
0: Quite possibly. I'll take <laughs> them to tribunal. <laughs> oh. That ends our podcast <laughs>
1: okay. at
0: thirty minutes. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time.